0: Hey there fellow nerds and nerdwells, I'm AJ and welcome to the Adventurer's Anonymous Podcast, the home of improvised fantasy. Fuck Nugget Tree. Come join us week by week as a rotating cast of geeks, sip cocktails, play Dungeons and Dragons, and dance around the boundaries of common decency. Except this week, everything came off the rails. <sighs> yep, that's right. The one and only crocoborn Matt Durant fell asleep in the sauna, turned up late, And, well, we kind of lost the momentum of the episode. So rather than trying to start late and rush our way through it, we decided to sit down and have ourselves a bit of an impromptu Q&A session with some of the cast. We didn't really intend for this to happen, and we didn't really have anything prepared, but much fun was had. And after a few cocktails were sipped, well, some pretty random topics came out the woodwork. We managed to cover off anything and everything from... um, Scientology, the way to commit the perfect murder, our dream D&D characters, um, the composition of poo in different countries, and I'm pretty sure there's a whole bit at the end where they just ridicule me for growing up in a posh school. But hey, don't take my word for it. If you're of a mind to spend some time with the cast and crew of Adventurers Anonymous, stick with us for a bit. Pull up your chair, grab a drink, and have some fun as we just talk shit for the next couple of hours please enjoy
1: fucking hell
2: there he is
1: i was giving up hope
2: hello you all right yes shuffles notes pretends to be fashionably late
1: he was boating
2: no i've been in the sauna were you uh, yeah, well, and also completely forgotten that we said we'd do yeah. it already.
0: <laughs> uh, Matt, I think we said we were just going to have a short form like question and answer session. You've missed out, Matt, on the um, how would you kill somebody. What's, what's your perfect crime, Matt? Chanel's already said she would poison people, feed them to pigs, and then stuff the pig shit into the hollowed out center of a tree, thus making it untraceable, apparently.
2: Yeah, that would do it. And also, I,
1: I would That's like true. to say that um, cadaver dogs are trained on pig carcasses. That's
3: clever. Oh, no, really? Really? So
1: they exclude, yes. Yeah, well, they're not going to be trained on actual human carcasses. So they exclude pig yeah. carcasses from um, from when they pick up things.
4: Is this not the kind of thing that people donate their body to medical science for? So that they exactly. can... Well, the body
1: farm? Yeah. They don't train dogs at the body farm. No? They train dogs on pig carcasses because it's really close to human carcasses.
4: That seems like a pretty big. Uh, I don't want to poke holes in the, uh, the general police strategy, or how police dogs do their do their do their jobs. But mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, I don't want to poke holes. But seems like seems like they could seems like they could shell out a little bit a little bit more money and do the real thing.
1: They could just kill random people and train their dogs, dog training people. You
4: don't even have to, you know, we're not talking about like using a whole body for like the scent, Uh, you know, just chop off, chop off a foot or something and throw it into a field. A toe? Yeah, chop off a toe or something. Let's, let's turn these cadaver dogs into fucking like laser focused.
1: This is getting very KGB, isn't
4: it? Yeah. Uh, Cadaver dogs these
2: days have not got that get up and go attitude.
0: So are you saying basically pig farmers can do anything they want with impunity? Like a pig farmer is never going to be caught?
1: Or sausage factories. Mm. If you took somebody to do it, oh my goodness, there was the case of the girl in Blackpool and she was living in Blackpool, I think she was 16 or 17 years old, and she went missing and... They investigated years later and what they found out was that she was being abused by the kebab shop owners and sorry Chris and basically she'd been chopped up and sold as human kebabs.
3: And where was this blackpool?
1: Blackpool. Blackpool. The cultural epicenter um, of the United so Kingdom. She had yeah. yeah, she'd been chopped up um and sold as human kebabs.
4: Wow. Uh, um I love that you apologize to me for that. Um, (laughs) as if this will, this will affect my, uh, my, uh, first kebab experience when it, when it comes down the line, which it will.
1: Her name, her name was Charlene Elizabeth Caroline Downs and she disappeared on the 1st of November 2003 when she was 14. And she was, they found Several human meat um several traces of human meat in several takeaway and fast food units along the Blackpool Pier Front. And they assumed it was her
4: That's just a classic Friday night on the pier, baby. Woo! <laughs> Hardly hurriedly checks mm, where
2: bad. I eat in Blackpool.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, what date was this? I wonder.
2: Two thousand
1: to, it was the first of November two
2: thousand three. Oh, okay. oh, that's alright. I was busy that night. I had I had not had not been to Blackpool in that time period.
1: Oh my goodness. The Independent from the 27th of October 2015 says that when they tested hot dogs, hot dogs have been found to include human DNA, and ten percent of vegetarian hot dogs actually include meat. Hmm. One in 50 hot dogs can contain human DNA.
2: Oof.
0: DNA? Yeah, I mean, that's all right.
2: Pigs are 87% human DNA. I mean,
0: it's the building blocks of the universe. Could just be evolution. Could be people evolving into hot dogs.
1: I also do have a fact that if you went onto the dark web and you wanted to start your adventure as a cannibal, and the thing to Google would be called Gambian meat. And that is what human meat is called on the black market. It's called Gambian meat.
4: Gambian meat. Not long pork. Gambian meat. Long pork. That's... Long pig. Isn't it long pig? Long, yeah, long pig. Yeah, long pig. That's it. Yeah. Gambian meat.
1: Gambian meat. It is a trade between people who want to be eaten consensually and people who want to eat people consensually.
4: You're going to need a pretty good lawyer. Shout out to Army Hammer, uh, noted. Um, oh. Noted. Noted, uh, noted sicko and cannibal. Uh, oh. Attempted cannibal. I don't know if he actually did eat anybody, but.
0: I think he put it in his mouth. I don't think he swallowed.
4: <laughs> yeah, everyone knows that's different.
0: <laughs> so, Gambian meat. You can just hear the little tinkle tinkle of keys as Catman Jones is is googling uh, Gambian meat. Gambian. Meat. The wailing of sirens as the FBI are raiding his
2: yeah. premises. They'll love this. This will be. They'll be able to say this was a multi-stage sting operation in three countries. <laughs> when they finally <laughs> track us down. <laughs>
4: In, <laughs> working, closely. working closely with Interpol. Yeah.
0: Working closely with Nokia. <laughs> who, what are the uh, Finnish version of the FBI? Um, have you got your own kind of like...
2: I think they have like a crime squad dudes. Um, it's all...
0: Crime squad dudes? Crime squad dudes.
2: dudes. CSD. Crime squad dudes. It's mainly single women who drive around in sensible German... Cars. Um, they've got <laughs> strange husbands. They never had time for kids, um and they get really embroiled
4: up in their cases. Um, and it's are you it's, profiling it's
1: Nosy Norris? the
0: crime squad dudes in Finland?
4: Yeah, are you are you writing a police procedural as we speak? And you yeah. just
0: <laughs> I was going to say no.
4: It's 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 the it's the truth. It's all uh,
2: unhappily married women.
0: I've heard of the uh, girl with the dragon tattoo. You're currently writing the. Girl with a reasonably priced German car. Yeah, girl <laughs>
2: with the whole other Volkswagen. Because uh, that's a whole other. They
4: call her Detective Fiat Five Hundred.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, one
2: one fun fact about the Finnish police is that it's all one. They don't have mm. like uh, departments or local forces. It's all one national force and mm. their main dudes are called the <laughs> the Cescus Rico Police um the National Bureau of Investigation
3: oh
2: NBI i think CSD sounded sounded cooler oh they have here's a fun fact they have two types of police order police yeah and crime police uh so the, I guess the the isn't that like civil and criminal? Which
1: ones shoot people?
2: Uh, I guess the crime police. They do the crime, so you don't have to do the time.
0: Sorry, did you say earlier that, that the Finnish police don't have departments? So there's no specialists within the Finnish police. They're just all on a level.
4: They don't have local forces. They just have like a national force. What do you call them? Local,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, I see, I was going to say that'd be very confusing knowing where to go into work. You have to just yeah, travel hundreds the, of miles. The every vice morning.
2: squad is also the minor parking violation squad.
0: But you're uh, you're never out of jurisdiction. On a plus point, you know you can. No. Although I don't know, in England, if you're in the Kent Police Force and you're I don't know on holiday in Sheffield, can you can you arrest somebody? Is there jurisdictional things in the United Kingdom between counties? Or is a police officer, a police officer, a police officer.
2: No, you can't get you can't get charged with a crime if you do it in a county other than the one you were born in. No. So if someone's if someone's born in
4: Kent,
1: what?
2: That's not true.
4: It's called double geography. Yeah. And yeah, and and it's a it, there is there is legal precedent for this. Hmm.
0: I'm basing all of my knowledge about this on Beverly Hills Cop. Everything I know about the police yeah. force comes from the Beverly Hills Cop franchise.
4: Basically, like that. Yeah
0: i spent most of my adult life trying to be Axel Foley.
4: That explains so
0: much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. We've covered a lot of very interesting topics so far. Um, Matt, you've still not told us what your perfect crime would be. How, if you were to dispose of a body, you know, had to.
1: Perfect murder.
0: Because, you know. Someone was coming over for dinner and you had a body hanging around. What are you?
2: I I, I, I did have a big rug, <laughs> which I think is the classic way of doing it. Just be like... A big rug is very helpful. Yeah. Just say, Oh, hello, Mrs. Perkins. I'm just... Oh, it's 3 a.m. I lost track of time. I'm just taking my rug out to the car.
0: Oh, I see. I thought you were rolling them really flat and putting them under your rug. I got very, very confused there. But the the classic rug roll, that's been done a million times. Yeah,
2: yeah, it works. The rug roll. (laughs) Sounds like Rick Roll. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Give him the old Rick Roll. You've
4: been rug rolled. (laughs) Um, No further comments.
0: No. Rick Astley's lawyers will be in contact shortly. Yeah. I thought you meant, I've got a nice rug, I'll just roll the body really, really flat and keep it. (laughs) Right, like <laughs> under my rug, I was like, "That's a lot Another of, way of doing it, Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: If you keep walking over it; it might be okay. Yeah,
2: because there's a little problem. Like, if anyone ever—and I mean ever—moved the rug, they'd be like, "They'd start screaming."
3: <laughs> and and may
1: an issue.
0: <laughs> but how how often do you move a rug? I mean, a rug's in the optimal position, right?
4: It's gotta be. If your rug's not in the optimal position then you're you're just like you shouldn't be murdering anyone put it that way.
0: No but I'm saying like when you look at the history books you used to see people beating their rug right? Do you remember the rug beaters? People used to take their rug out into the backyard and beat it right? And then some fucker invent Hoover invented the the um automated sucking device and which hadn't been named Hoover at that point. Patent pending. Patent pending the uh, the automated sucker three thousand, and then nobody beats their rug off anymore. Wow! So, I mean, you could get away with it these days because you
1: we had a carpet sweeper. Oh, I
0: remember those kids today.
1: Which was like one of those manual things that you pushed across and Did, it, didn't oh, do anything. Swept the carpet, not really.
0: Like it the hodda da 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 Used to be my job. What to use the hodda da 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 da? They 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 do nothing. They barely like even move dust, let alone.
1: I'm sorry, we didn't have we didn't have helpers. Helpers at home. The children were the helpers mm.
0: for help. Um I don't know what we had. Who
1: mucked out your peacocks?
0: Who mucked out my peacocks? Well it was mm. it was a sustainable cycle. We used to eat the peacocks. You'd breed them and then you'd use them for fighting. And then uh, once they'd they'd passed away you'd 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 um Devour the remains. Have a peacock tagine.
1: Eat the mangled mm-hmm. corpse. there nothing about mangled.
0: Who's got a fucking mangle anyway? We had a tumble dryer.
4: If you, I suppose if you're talking about letting them fight beforehand, you don't really have to do any of the plucking yourself. So, you know, or, or tenderizing.
0: Have you seen peacocks fight? No. <laughs> they, 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 they're vicious little shit. The, the, the one thing I, you I about imagine peacocks.
1: it's very slappy. Is it quite slappy? They don't de yeah. each
0: other. Like that's a really bitchy way of fighting. That'd be like if you got in a fist fight and just started plucking someone's eyebrows out.
4: Yeah, but you'd be, yeah, but you'd be scared if I did it, though, wouldn't you? If I came up to you and and started a fight with you what, with but instead of punching, instead of no, 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 full hands, full hands, throwing hands at your eyebrows, <laughs> taking up hair by hair, you'd be, you'd be fucking terrified because you'd think I was mental. Not, not for any, not for any. Uh, not for any other reason than you'd want to have me sectioned, but
0: uh... I've often wanted to have you sectioned.
1: I'm already terrified.
0: Can I ask a question about women's makeup? Ah, oh. just a segue into into women's makeup bag. As who
1: are a man, you asking, Mister?
0: Matt, Matt, you look like a uh, a well groomed man. And why well groomed? I don't mean the the man who abused you did a good job. <laughs> I mean no Chanel as um. As someone who's seen women's makeup bag, one of the things I always look at in fear, two things, two things, and I want to know whether Matt and Chris feel the same way. There's that really scary set of tweezers where you pull them together and they come back in in the middle. They look like a pair of torture implements. Know the ones I mean?
2: ones that are like...
0: They're like super tweezers. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: What, why? Why do tweezers. you need them?
1: They're just called tweezers.
0: They're more than tweezers. Oh, Matt's got a pair. Matt's literally got a pair of super
2: tweezers. These, like these, the ones that are. No. no. These are just. You mean the ones that are. No, that's go more of a
0: modeling thing. No, but that was the second one. The The eyelash curlers look fucking terrifying. They look like something you'd use to de ball a melon.
1: Eyelash curlers need to be heated beforehand. Really? So. God. You should always heat your eyelash curlers with your hairdryer beforehand and then get them as close to the skin as possible and push upwards. As um, close to the skin and, as possible
0: and push upwards.
1: Yes. They curl your eyelashes.
0: So if I've been putting them in the forge on the coals, is that where I've been going wrong? I was supposed to just...
1: That's very Gustavo. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, that feels that was, a bit... That was banned under the... Um...
4: Geneva Convention. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. Um, but also... um. There, there is an improvement on the tweezers that you mentioned, um, and the, the best tweezers come with little lights. So when you go to, yes, there's a little light in the middle and it, it highlights the hair and you can pull it out.
0: Well, like when you see the Navy SEALs and they've got the laser on the bottom of their gun. <laughs> hmm? Exactly like women
1: that. Will pay. Women will pay £30 for a good pair of tweezers.
0: 30 quid for a pair of tweezers yeah i'd rather just epilate off my eyebrows my 30 quid for a pair of tweezers
2: just just use a lighter
1: yeah but <laughs> the tweezers that you borrow of mine are 20 pounds
0: the tweezers i borrow of yours what tweezers
1: yeah the white ones they're 20 pounds i
0: haven't tweezed anything recently
1: yeah did i borrow your tweezers that crazy old man
4: eyebrow recently he said
0: no, oh, I use the I use the kitchen scissors. I use those giant chicken sc- cutting scissors to to manicure my eyebrows. You
4: you cut chickens? I'm
0: gonna come around for dinner, Chris.
4: Seems like a bad idea.
0: Don't know. They're, they're just they're just certain things you see in, in in a makeup bag that that scare you. And those those tweezers and the uh, the eyelash curlers.
1: There are three different types of tweezers. Right, there are slanted tweezers. Slanted there are small tweezers? stabby tweezers. Yep. Small, stabby tweezers, there are slanted tweezers, and there are blunt tweezers. Blunt? slanted are best.
0: Why Why do you need a blunted tweezer?
1: Um, you need a blunted tweezer for different areas of your face. So, slanted tweezers are always best for your eyebrows. Blunted right. tweezers are best for, like, ingrowing hairs. And stabby tweezers are, like, when you've got an ingrowing hair and you need to get it out, they're, like, quinted tweezers. mm
2: Slanted tweezers would be a good
0: name for a punk band. Mm. Yeah, I know. I was going to say slanted tweezers. Sounds like a Kraftwerk album. Yeah, slanted
2: tweezers. Do 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 A tweezers. Oh dear God! It's
4: like, it's like funky. T- it's it's very funky town esque. <laughs>
0: do you know what we've gone so far off topic we 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 haven't talked we haven't talked about anything yet actually to do with the podcast we've managed to get so far off track it's quite impressive in this impromptu q a session
4: you mean my uh, original question of um uh how to plan the perfect murder didn't didn't set us on the right track we're on the rails guys we're on the rails
0: on the ropes
2: in fact, yeah, when you when you think about in, in the D&D universe, there's so many ways to just, A, murder someone, do it discreetly, and hide the body in a multitude of ways, that it's surprising there isn't more murder. Yeah.
3: I
0: think the thing with D&D is, all you have to do is wait long enough in the DM or forget about the body. So... Like D and D is the perfect place <laughs> to commit crimes. Yeah, I'm always trying to think of consequences of your previous actions, but being that you've broken out of every prison you've ever been put into, or murdered every police officer who's ever come after you, I I don't want to send some of my beloved characters after the crunk fuckers because they just they just do away with them. So why <laughs> that's how it
2: should stay. Mm.
0: I like to imagine that this entire Q&A session is just a fever dream that's currently going on in Hanash's head as he's been drugged.
3: <laughs> um, yeah.
0: He's currently in like a, a warm and fuzzy place listening to his contemporaries talk shit about tweezers.
4: This is just like the little uh, hallucination that, that Jerry's given him to put his mind at rest while he's unconscious. So you've been I to
0: miss it. Jerry. I'm always trying to find ways to shoehorn Jerry back into the storyline. We've taken so many tangents in the storyline that I've got a list the size of my arm of things I'm trying to shoehorn back into it at any given moment.
2: Can we do a Young Jerry origin story? Where it's just like oh, four Jesus. demons kicking back in hell and they've, yeah, they've got to do. If some you want shit. to
0: know, Matt, I've actually got. I'm writing that down. Young Jerry one shot in Evil Incorporated. <laughs> it's
4: like Office Space meets uh, the Tenacious D movie.
0: <laughs> I've never seen either of those. But,
4: um, what? You've never seen Office Space? Office Space is so fucking good. Uh,
1: Tenacious D movie is brilliant. Yeah, the Tenacious
4: D movie is... is. Mwah.
0: I've seen the Star Wars Christmas
4: special. Top tier garbage. I've seen
1: Tenacious D. Seen them live in Copenhagen. <gasps> that was
4: brilliant. I bet that was wild.
1: It was wild.
4: Buck wild. Buck wild, baby.
0: A young Jerry one-shot sounds very interesting. I think there's a lot of scope in that. Jerry's always a character I'm trying to bring in. So I've got—I've basically got not a mood board, but I've got like a Miro board that's full of every single character you've ever met, their current state, a rough impersonation of their accent, West Country. West Half country. of them have got skull and crossbones next to them because you've killed them, and uh, they're grouped into the sort of major areas where they live. And there's a whole—there's a whole thing about Jerry. I—I I, I spun out a whole yarn, but we didn't—we didn't go down that rabbit hole. So um, the whole Jerry side of things is, has not been milked. There is a whole side thing about Evil Incorporated. Jerry also has a fiance now. Um, Jerry's congratulations! <laughs> it's a bit like Red Dead Redemption. If you follow all the NPCs, um, they've all got their own little lives and things. But you know, you just let them walk past you and they go off. Them.
4: Look, you know how much of a completionist I am. I have to. I have to know. Uh, I'll. I've even if even though Jerry is not like is not so much like a character in Tatty's story, he's a character in Hunash's story Tatty th- through my neuroses will still want to know everything about Jerry
0: it's somewhere I've got in the mirror board I've got layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of different stories as they build on top of each other, and mm. the order of the Teslit cloak are still out there yeah McBeanie... Is still caught in a time jump somewhere. Uh, you lost a year or two of your lives while slipping through a um, was it a stone? Portal. It was a it was a teleportal, wasn't it? And you you fell mm. you fell through into uh, the a church, and you lost a year of your life. We never actually worked out what happened to McBeanie. He came. He, he's still out there somewhere, falling through space. Um, I like I like to think it's. A bit like that scene in Thor Ragnarok, where uh, Loki finally reenters. Yeah, yeah. I have been falling for
4: twenty minutes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> as he twats back down into the foyer. Mc- McBeany's still out there somewhere.
4: I have a um cam- a podcast campaign related question uh for yes. John and Matt actually um Ooh. and it might be a it might be a fairly it might be a fairly complicated one you might not have an answer at the moment. I just thought it'd be interesting. Um. If you weren't playing uh Maud or bell respectively um what what kind of character do you think you would you would play um is there any like weird little character ideas that you've had that you would like to explore and what that would look like as a d and d character whether that's like the race or classes or or whatever or just like a a character hook, I guess, something that interests you. So Matt, Just, to steal an idea from Mocha,
2: the dungeon
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: kind of wants yeah. wants to take everyone inside it and make sure everyone has a nice time inside them.
0: Uh... <laughs> this sounded a bit sexual suddenly.
4: That's that's a very specific cake. Yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. I was going to say <laughs> Freud to be having a field day.
4: Making sure everyone's having a good time inside me. <gasps>
2: come inside. You're welcome to come in and no! everyone have a no! have a good time adventuring.
0: Oh Jesus! As long as you clean up after yourself.
2: Yeah, it's pretty a bit limited in terms of you could be a you could be a gelatinous cube. Yes. Um, oh yeah. No, that would actually be.
0: Imagine trying to role play a gelatinous cube.
2: Who's got? Yeah, who's got a kink for? Having people inside them consensually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ.
4: (laughs) Which no one wants. This character's got legs. This character's not. No one ever wants to. It's just like, (laughs) hi,
2: you don't have to, but uh, if you'd like to, you can get inside me.
0: One big orifice. (laughs) Well, there we go, listeners.
4: I think my brain just threw up. <laughs> <laughs> like pure brain matter is leaking out of my ears right now.
0: I think, I think you can actually, listeners, you could see the moment that Matt's soul left his
4: body. Yeah.
1: Well, very much like I did this morning at eight o'clock when I listened to the Philips Gophers.
4: <laughs> 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 oh, I've not listened to that. Is it
2: like Prince Andrew round 2?
0: Mm. Even Gordon the Gophers come out against him now. There's no one left.
1: I I have thoughts about this.
0: Mm. What, well, Philip Schofield?
1: If I wasn't bored, I have two things that I would like to look at. Mm. I would either be, I don't know the, the correct term for this, but like a water sprite. Oh. So I would be a creature that is only able to inhibit water. So wherever you go, if you're close to water, I would pop up. Like I would be oh, like, a Jurassic water. dinosaur, or I would be a fish. I would be, but I could only be in water.
0: So not so a, not a water genocide. To- so you wouldn't be made of water.
4: That's too like that's too like humanoid. I think, and they don't they don't kind of travel yeah. through water. You'd be some kind of fae like, or fairy, yeah, like fae or fairy, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, like I would be. I could only be a water based.
4: Oh, we no. we carry but, you around like a goldfish in a little bag of water. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Oh. Like something you won at the fairground.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh,
4: that's so cute.
1: Or i would be a demon fairy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or
1: a demon that's, fairy.
4: That's really
0: interesting. So, like a creature. So you're 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 not an amphibian. You die if you come out of the water. Like
1: yeah, I'd die if I came out of the water. Um, but I, I wasn't necessarily thinking about being carried around.
3: Mm.
1: What I was thinking that whenever you've gone on, wherever you went on your adventures, if there was water near, so if there was a well or if there was a, I would just pop up. Yeah. Like I'd be a crocodile, I'd be a shark, (laughs) like in a small well, I would be like ghost shark, (laughs) like it makes no sense. (laughs) Like ghost shark, like it makes no sense. I would pop out of a hose like, hello. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's basically how potato operates Piqueto yeah. just appears yeah. whenever mischief needs doing yeah. whenever there's a lull in yeah, the storyline yeah, yeah. Piqueto pops yeah, up yeah I would, I would swings his dick
1: I, I would be that I would be but I would only be water based so if there was a cup of water mm. I would be able to channel my um, mystic energy and I'd be able to understand what was being said through the cup of water if it was on the table that kind of shit. I
2: like
0: that. I've got a horrible question. If people are mostly water, couldn't you just appear inside somebody?
1: No, I think it has to be more water based than like
0: Well humans are mostly water. But
1: like, we're basically cucumbers.
0: So you could inhabit a cucumber.
4: So you couldn't pop up inside of someone, but if someone pissed in a cup, you could pop up in <laughs> that. That's the difference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be like exterior sources of water. Yes. I love
0: that. Okay. So you could appear in the brine in a tin of tuna. Like
1: Yes. Ooh. Right. Anything water based, so like but only for evil purposes, not for good purposes. No,
0: I was gonna say. Do you need that disclosing up front?
1: I mean for instance, if you were all camping behind beside a lake, I would pop up a Ciloc Ness monster and I would eat one of you. Um obviously an NPC, I would drag him to his death. Mm. Um and you'd find his nibbled-on corpse like hanging from a tree, and that would
2: mm. be me. So you'd be working against her.
0: Huh? You're more of a chaotic god. Mm. That's a very long-form and disturbing answer. As your, as your counsellor, <laughs> I I'll, I'll find that answer very, very disturbing. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Freud would have a field day with that one.
1: It's better than a demon fairy, to be fair. Like there, there's more to it.
0: <laughs> no, I I I like the idea of the demon fairy. Yeah. I like, the, I like the idea of a fairy who, instead of like taking the teeth away, puts more teeth in, so you just wake up every morning and your teeth are really uncomfortable because you've got an extra tooth wedged in the front and you're missing money.
1: Um, no, but what I would do is I would summon Satan in a ritual um, and I would find the child, I would human sacrifice it and then summon Satan.
0: I see. That's escalated fast. I thought you were going to say like you'd like to play a dwarf. Hairdresser or something like that. No, just a dwarf.
1: <laughs> I'm already quite small. I I, I, I feel.
0: <laughs> well, Maud isn't small.
1: In my mind, Maud is five foot three.
3: Hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. But what shoe size.
1: Um six.
3: Six. Hmm.
1: I'm only a three and a half. Like I, I'm doubling my my current shoe size.
0: Do you pay tax on your shoes?
4: No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it like a very odd and weirdly invasive question. Yeah, shoe taxes. No, children just...
0: don't pay tax on their shoes. Children don't pay tax on anything. No, but you don't pay tax for your children's shoes. You do pay tax for your that, children. That's
2: technically true, but wording it like that seems really strange. <laughs> But yeah, you say, this is like some
4: weird political messaging <laughs> thing. There's, there's no VAT hey, hey, on children. Don't come
0: poetry. at me with grammar, all right? Grammar is your forte, all right? I'm the show pony. You're the grammar. <laughs>
4: this guru. isn't this isn't grammar. This is just lying. <laughs> this is just lies. It's not lying. It's not lies. Children don't pay tax on their shoes. I know that it's not lies, but it's also it's also woeful misinformation.
0: Uh Ah, that's different. Just even... ask Philip Schofield. There's a difference it between a lie field. and the omission of truth. Mm.
1: So, um mm. no, I in my mind she has big dick energy. Or
0: hmm. well, Philip Schofield.
1: She Whoa. is very small and savage, so she's got small dog <laughs> oh, anger.
3: About no! <laughs>
1: She's got more dog anger. She's got big dick energy, and he's, she's six oh, foot two and size six feet.
0: So when you say she's five foot three, is that?
1: No, I'm five foot one. She's six foot two.
4: Is this I the Maud was
1: Maud five is foot tall.
4: M- Yeah, Maud is tall. No. Maud is tall.
1: Maud is tall. With size six oh, feet.
0: No, I thought you literally just said five minutes ago you thought Maud, no. Right, Maud's tall. No. Okay. But when we're talking about Maud being tall, is that head-to-toe or is that head-to-tail? Because she's got a tail, so if you stretch her out...
1: No, no, we, we don't include the tail.
4: Tail's more depth.
1: No, she's physically imposing.
4: Yeah, that's more depth than height.
1: She's <laughs> physically
4: imposing.
0: So, Chris, you haven't answered your own question. Who would you like to play if you weren't playing a gnome with PTSD?
4: I think. Yeah, I think if I wasn't playing tatty um i would i would like to play i have a i have an idea for a character hook that i think would be really fun to play um oh. i haven't worked it out yet but i don't know what i don't know what like race or i kind of have an idea of what class he would be um is basically a warlock who has and they're just like uh people who use magic but get magic from like a patron mm. or like a powerful, uh, like a, like a god or something like that. But his, um, the way that his pact with his patron manifests itself is that his, uh, he is part of essentially a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> ah. And, and he, and he,
1: is he so Avon?
4: Th- it, so it's, so it's, 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 it's a similar business model. So he, so he, he has to try and recruit other followers for this for this god or this being whatever it is um and when he recruits more followers he gets more powerful um and he moves up through the through the ranks it's basically scientology isn't it he would be like he would be like obviously he would be a warlock but i think there'd be at least a few levels of like bard in there i think there's one of the subclasses is like really good at lying um and i'd want him to be like uh i'd want him to be like very high charisma Great at lying, great at persuading. Tom Cruise. But great at performance. He, he could essentially be Tom Cruise, but then I'd, have to, yeah, then I'd have to consider him in a very different way.
2: The crazy thing about Scientology is that at the higher levels, you are supposed to be able to perform like miracles, basically. So that is basically the, the whole shtick for doing it in a...
0: Mm. There's a really weird Tom Cruise interview where he makes some very oblique reference to the fact that when he's driving past a traffic accident and he sees somebody in critical state, he knows he might be the only person that can save them. And then he just brushes <laughs> the entire topic under the carpet and carries on with some shit about Mission Impossible or mm. just reverses over them and carries on.
2: We've not, we've not pissed off the Church of Scientology yet, have we? <laughs> No, I was going to say, I feel like, I feel like they're, they're doing it. They do a few, they're... taking down a few pigs. Yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, Miscavige is one of our biggest patrons. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs>
2: yikes. Best we don't.
1: Has anybody found his yeah, wife yet?
2: Yeah? <laughs> Where's your wife? <laughs> Miscavige.
4: <laughs> hey, Paul. Hey,
1: Paul.
0: Where's your wife? Must have been 30 years. <laughs> Dear God. Yeah. 10% off all your Scientology needs in the Scientology bookshop when you use. The voucher code, where the fuck is
2: Miscavige's
4: wife? <laughs> Can you believe we almost went there, Matt, when we were in L.A.? I kind
2: of I regret and don't regret um, yeah. going to, I think, the Museum of Psychology or one of their other...
1: You should have been audited. Yeah, I would be it'll interested be fascinating, but
2: I'd be so...
0: Someone attaches a car battery to your nipples. Yeah, essentially.
1: Don't you need that at the moment? Isn't your car not working?
0: Oh, mine? Um... Yeah, I could ring the Scientologists and ask them to jumpstart my car using a Dianetics machine, but feels a little bit long form. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I mean I, if you're evil enough, it should work straight off the bat. Yeah,
4: they'll get they'll get all the thetans out of mm. your out of your um yeah. of your
1: oh, yeah. Use
4: that to jumpstart your car. Absolutely. Just
1: just start talking in
0: tongues straight off. Oh don't I, I God talking in tongues. There's a whole other part of life. So two things. I once saw a demonstration against the Scientologists in London. Just the one? Uh, Yeah, I was walking. It's somewhere around the back of Oxford Street, the Scientologist headquarters. I want to say it's just off Charlotte Street. It's Tottenham Court Road. Near Margaret Street or somewhere like that. It's not far off Tottenham Court Road, yeah. And I was walking around there, and there were a load of – I think it was a demonstration where everyone was wearing anonymous masks. So Guy Fawkes masks were anonymous. And um, they were all just pelting shit. Uh, there were a couple of representatives of the Scientology, Church of Scientology at the doors to their headquarters, and there were just a load of people on the other side of the road behind like a metal railing with the police. And uh, they were just all in masks throwing shit at the Scientologists. It was interesting. And I was just walking down the pavement.
1: Tom Cruise's daughter, um, who's quite high up in Scientology and doesn't speak to her mum anymore, Nicole Kidman, his adopted daughter lives in Croydon. Um He's got the daughter he had with Katie Holmes. So he had a daughter with Katie Holmes and he had two adopted children with um, Nicole Kidman. And Katie Holmes' daughter with Tom Cruise called Suri.
2: That's it, yeah. Ah, oh, that's it. Apparently there's a whole department in Scientology making sure he's always saying the right things and like doing the right things. It's called um, Cruise Control.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: I'm stripping you of XP. That's, that's yeah, it was worth it. terrible.
4: You're cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop drinking. I if you're not drinking, then start drinking. <laughs> I regret nothing. What about you, AJ?
3: Hmm.
4: Um,
0: yeah. What about me? I was thinking about that. If I was, I don't get to. I obviously play all characters. But should the time ever come when I get to play a fixed character, I've done I've done um various long form characters before. I had I had one called Luthian Tanuvial, who anyone who ever listens to this who used to play D and D will remember was the world's least efficient necromancer. He was an elfin necromancer who wore fabulous clothes and was just a little bit sleazy. And that that was a great character. He used to flirt with nuns a lot. And if I was going to play a character now, if I had carte blanche, I think, I gave this some thought whilst you were all talking earlier, I would like to play a shapeshifter with Tourette's, but not like Tourette's as we standardly think about it. Like, I just just change shape, and I can't... Not that's sorry, your tick. Just, I look that's, like, that's one
4: of your That's ticks. my tick. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, the problem yeah, is yeah. it can
0: happen with stress, if I yeah. sneeze, to... Forcefully, I just, but every, and you know, it could be like a roughly similar, you know, I could change gender, I could change species, but one in every hundred, I turn into a really pointless object, like uh, a suckling Are you saying
1: you're going to be the Lewis like... Capaldi of shapeshifters? <laughs> so, like every uh, time you tick, you turn into a sharpener.
0: I'm not, I'm not cool enough to understand that reference, Sean. Is Lewis, Lewis a singer, Capaldi a is-
1: he was in he's Who. a singer, but he's got Tourette's. But like,
0: Oh, does he? <laughs> so he's not on stage, and he suddenly just turns into an aubergine. Oh,
4: okay, that's his other form. <laughs> that's his Capaldi. uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Capaldi's his uncle, who's Doctor Who. Lewis Capaldi...
3: Are they related? Um, is I fifth. didn't know that.
1: Yes. No, Really? I didn't know yeah. that. Lewis Capaldi's a singer. Yeah. Um, and he's got Tourette's. Right. And... Um Yeah, so he jerks quite a lot and it's getting progressively worse Ew. as he goes through his career. But the ticks Go on.
4: Sorry, Chris. No, I was trying to stop AJ from reacting to jerks a lot. Sir so jerks a
1: uh,
0: lot. Oh. Ticks a lot. All right, well, fine. We'll edit it out so I look like a decent human being.
4: Alistair Jackson. Ticks a lot.
0: I, I don't respond to my government name. <laughs> okay.
1: Um He ticks a lot. But... I thought how interesting that would be is when you, if you ticked your superpower, would be to turn into like shark on land or pencil sharpener. And maybe if you sneeze, you would turn into primordial soup. Well,
0: this is part of the, I think it'd be really, really good fun. It's a bit, do you you remember the cult TV series sliders?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Loved it.
0: Yeah. And, and a bit bit like that, except you just can't know. Chris has got no idea. Or like, um, what's the, um, fuck, Fuck. What's the cult TV series? Quantum Leap. Thank you. Quantum Leap. Yes, Quantum Leap. I'm constantly. So every episode, I might be like one day, I'd be like, you know, like a sexy dwarf. And then the next episode, I might be uh, a vegan necromancer. But like, Mm. it wouldn't happen monster of the week. It would just happen at the most inappropriate times. So like, I'd be in the middle of a fight and get really stressed and just. um, So you could.
4: You could be like turn into
0: a gorilla, or
4: you could either be like I think there's literally like a race in D and D just called shifters who can just shape change really? whenever whenever they want. to. So yeah. you could so you could you could do it like that, but I don't think they can turn into yeah. like objects. But you, you could flavor it that way. Or if you wanted it to be like animals, you could do it as like a druid with wild shape. Yeah, yeah although yeah, they yeah, can yeah, only yeah. Do it, they can only do do it like a limited number of times. You could like I, d- I didn't uh, want to make uh,
0: light of Tourette, By the way, as 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 like an issue that people suffer from but that was a very poor example of you know somebody who cannot control their own shape and form and it it manifests uh, inopportune and hilarious times so like i'd be very dust sensitive i could be quite asthmatic and if i sneeze Mm. you know too many times or too forcefully I'll, i'll i'll
2: like you meet someone who's like i'm just so you know i'm very, I'm definitely allergic to peanuts. I can't be around peanuts. And you immediately turn into peanuts.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But then I might turn into an EpiPen.
4: Yeah. yeah.
0: So, you know, it all balances out.
4: You turn into an EpiPen on purpose to try and help them, but then no one picks you up. You just drop (laughs) to the floor and no one picks you up to help this person. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. All I'm saying, I think it would be a comedy narrative to to go yeah, after, and I would I would very much be there for it because it it could be you. But what I would say, if I did play that, I would want it to be at the will of the dungeon master. So it wouldn't be the players' will to be like it would be funny now if I was uh, a fire genocide, you know. But it would be down to the dungeon master to. So I'd be playing my game as a dwarf hairdresser. And then the dungeon mm. master would sense that my character was stressed, roll some dice and be like, okay, now, now you're a honey badger.
4: You could make like an interesting system for that. Like dimension 20 did that for like one of the characters who I think it was in fantasy high. Like one of the characters has like anxiety and gets panic attacks and they and made like yeah, a really yeah. good system for it. Uh, you could do something yeah. very, very like uh, what you call it, like rudimental, uh, rudimentary like that. And you could just make it like a, a wisdom save and throw, or a charisma save and throw, and then have like have like a d d one hundred table of like random things that you turn into. Uh, I, th- I think you, it would be you, really, really good fun. Too stressed,
0: yeah. But I think part of the joy of it as well. Just, I mean, this is my DM hat here more than a player's hat. But if I was the DM, I think it'd be really good fun. You know, like I'm in a fight, or I'm in no, I'm in a romantic situation. So like my my player's like going on a date, and he's in the restaurant. And, uh, you know, the candles are there and the waiter comes and delivers the wine, blah, 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 blah. And I look down and my right hand slowly turning into a lobster claw. And I'm like, Mm. not now. And I'm like trying to like just I'm slowly turning into a giant lobster in the middle of a date, trying to like hide it, knowing that at any minute. Or
2: you're on two dates, one with a human woman and one with a lobster. And you have to keep in this in the same restaurant. (laughs) And you have to keep changing. You go into the toilets to change and you come out as the lobster, but <laughs> you've still got a human hand and, and the lobster woman's like, oh my God, what's wrong with your hand? And you're like, oh, oh no. And it's you're, coming you're,
4: you're off. You're wearing your human trousers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: This is very much the scene from Mrs. Doubtfire, isn't it's
4: it? It's exactly the scene from Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah.
0: Vaguely. It's It's been too long since I've seen it. I have nothing but fond memories of that film, but... Yeah, so that's that's my that's my contribution towards this. If I was ever gonna play a long form character, I'd I'd like it to be that. Do you know what? I think it's probably inspired by um I was watching Star Trek Deep Space Nine with my kids and um they'd never watched it before. And and I think it's my eldest, who's twelve, looked at Odo, who's a shapeshifter, and and just came out with if Odo can be anything he wants to be, why the hell is he so fucking ugly? <laughs> and I was like, "That's phenomenal." He didn't say "fucking."
1: <laughs>
0: no, he didn't say "fucking."
1: Observational comedy runs runs strong.
2: R.I.P. Rene
0: <laughs> uh, No, he said, "Why? Why is Odo so goddamn ugly? If he can look like..." I was a, I was, a, I was,
2: it, I was yeah. literally about to say um, it'd be really interesting to play like a character like Odo who has to be in a bucket for like so you can't just take a long rest.
1: Does anybody okay. remember Alex Mack? Do you remember Alex Mack?
0: Annie Mack? The name. I don't remember the TV show so much. Annie Mack? It was a TV show from the 90s or 80s, wasn't it?
1: She was a girl. It was a TV show. She was a girl who was able to morph into some kind of metallic slime. And she would break into the FBI and she would turn into slime and get through doors.
2: Well, I mean, you would if you could. Alex Mack, hmm? the secret world of Alex
1: Mack. Probably a drug addict. Hmm. Yes, yes, the world of Alex Mack. It's probably a drug addict.
2: Um, let's well, let's find out in this
4: installment of where are they now?
1: Yes.
0: The original shapeshifter.
4: I do have a question for you as well, AJ. Uh, and again, feel free to uh, feel free to not answer or think about it for as long as you'd like uh we do have a se- we we do have a segment in waiting obviously with the where are they now but if given given the choice if we you know if we after however many more episodes of of this campaign we like uh ended it and decided to move on with a second campaign with either different or mm. the all the same characters would you would you want to switch up and be a be a player in the next campaign, or would you want to carry on DMing? AJ is a player, but that's <laughs> well. I mean, like, would you? I mean, like, would you want to? Would you want to be part of the party? Put it that way, the party in in the capital P party, not the not the <laughs> party.
1: Do you not want to run the show? Do you? Want I to think I
0: part? would still. I think. I think a lot of the joy that i get out of dungeons and dragons is being the dungeon master that doesn't mean i don't want to do something where i'm the player in the future i think that would be good fun mm. i think i think some part of me will will always want to dm because i get it's not the it doesn't just sit within the 2 hours that i play every week it takes up quite a bit of my week and it's quite a nice rhythm to it i think i would miss mm. that if i wasn't doing that that's not to say i don't want to be part of some long form thing for me, the one that I, I, the the thing that I think is really interesting that I would like to pursue is bringing other podcasts together, and there being yeah. like a you know couple of players from this podcast, couple of players from that podcast. I'd love to be a player in that, and that be like a regular thing, like you know maybe a couple of times a month, whatever, maybe even every week. Who knows? But like, I'd I'd love to be a player in something like that. Um, I don't think I'm suddenly going to stop DMing any time I, I, it's not something i was planning on like retiring from like you know a footballer or something uh it's something i get a lot of get a lot of um enjoyment out of but i would i would love to be a player in someone else's campaign i think for sure
4: yeah i think the i think yeah the the idea of like mul- multiple campaigns interests me mm, yeah for sure I'd i'd love to I can see it from I can see it from your side as well. Like you don't obviously you get a lot out of DMing, but it's also like to have the player ex- the the experience of playing a character, one character, as well um, would be interesting for you.
0: But it's different as well. I really struggle to play because I'm a DM. I'm always trying to like I forget I'm playing, and then I try and move the storyline along, and I'm like, oh, shut up, AJ, just be a passenger. <laughs> Um, so I think it's a good exercise as well to play sometimes because you have got to remember to listen rather than to drive. If that makes any it's sense. It's the
4: same. It's the same. The opposite is the same as well. Like every time I've DM'd, <laughs> you know, like even the even the first time I DM'd, I was like, it's like a completely different way of looking at it. Mm. Um, mm. But i you know other than the one that we did with uh, role models, and and uh jen from reflex saves i've never done mm. i've never uh dm for anything other than one shots um so mm. the idea of dming a campaign is interesting for me
0: i'd i'd i'd, I'd really enjoy it. i'd quite enjoy your dming and uh, but i'd also i'd love to see even if we did it in this rather than in another or we could what however it manifests you know, I I think I've only ever been part of one or two things that Matt's ever DM'd, and they were really good fun. I definitely died in one of yeah. them. I got crushed by a barge, I think. And I would I'd love to see the inner workings of Lewis's mind, like <laughs> and even Raggy. Like I think it would be really good fun to whether whether it's something they're interested in. You know, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but or even have like a rotating arrangement where everybody takes it in turns to do like long form like short form campaigns. So say like mm. Deadwood or whatever the hell that great thing was with, oh yeah, with, with He Who Shall Not Be Named.
4: He Who Shall Not Be Named. <laughs> but, <Wellingham>. uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, clearly a wrong one. Um, I think it'd be really interesting with all the other podcasts to do it in, I don't know, like four, five, six week rotations and do like a sort of mini campaign, then a mini campaign and hand it around. That That would really yeah. interest me. I'd always love to be a player in something, Something like that. Um, the the big thing for me that I want to do next, whatever comes next for us, I haven't really done. A, I built this world that we inhabit off the shoulders of Critical Role, and I'd like to build a universe from the ground up because all the laws I just borrowed all the the, the laws of someone else's universe, and I sort of ran with it. Mm. Whereas um, I don't know, wouldn't it be you know as you were doing in your when you did your one-shot with everybody. um, What about a universe where, I don't know, the sun's been extinguished or something and there's just eternal darkness or... I don't know. The machines have turned off. Sounds like Sheffield. <laughs> yeah. Or, I don't know, or... Uh, you know, all the adults have died and there's only children left. I don't know. Some random shit like that. Yeah. It would be nice to... The rules are the rules here because I borrowed them off someone else, and the stakes in the universe, etc. So it'd be nice to to build something from the ground floor up and have your own spin on it. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what comes. Maybe there's an interim in the middle between before we do that, where we have some mini campaigns and everyone gets a yeah. chance to. Yeah, like, I'd, I'd, I'd well be up for that. Yeah,
4: that's what I'd do if I was if I was in a position where I was looking at running a long like a long form campaign. I would go whole hog with it and I would build my own world. Um mm. which is a gargantuan fucking task. Uh I have no idea how to approach it besides just like coming up with a cosmology and all that kind of thing. Um but it you know it does really 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 interest me.
0: So we've all we've all got like plan Bs and other What
4: was your one, Matt? Um I was about
2: to talking about new campaigns um, there's I'm always interested in other game systems and how they do things um, and like the the one I really want to try is um well there's a there's lots of like to try but I did want to do like cyberpunk uh, which I think is cyberpunk red Me. is the newest one yeah because uh, that looks like fun
4: I bet mean, I've just I've just finished playing Cyberpunk 2077, so I'd love to do that.
2: The only the only issue is because uh, cause, D and D Beyond is just so good at what it does, and I don't think anyone else is really caught up to that. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean,
0: D and D Beyond. I, I don't know. I, it's not. I, I love it, and it's useful for bringing everything together and collaborating. But you know, I was perfectly happy having pen and paper. Like before that, I think it's. You pay for what you get, really. With D and D Beyond, I think you could probably. I don't know. There must. There must be other stuff like Roll Twenty and. Yeah,
4: like Roll Twenty is quite system. Yeah, I was going to say Roll Twenty. Um...
0: I'd quite like to do like a. I'd like to do something a bit closer to home for me, like a sort of um, Pride and Prejudice TTRPG
4: or something <laughs> like that.
3: A bit closer to home.
4: Yeah, yeah I'd like <laughs> just you know, like. You could do, um, you could do, what's it called? They did, they did a series on Dimension 20 that had a, that was like a very, um, it was very much like a court drama type thing. Um, not legal court drama, but like a, you know, aristocracy and that kind of thing. I'm trying to remember the name of the mm. system that they were using. It was, it was very, 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 very fun now.
2: A, a legal court drama would also be an interesting
0: (laughs) the problem with things like that once you get into that because it's grounded in legality you either have to make your entire legal system up as chris was saying (laughs) you'd have the responsibility of creating the world and the laws or you'd have to try and ground it in human things so you're either you'd either you'd either just it would be very fluid and a lot of fun or you'd have to put a hell of a lot of effort into working out an entire penal code mm. for your for your make believe
2: universe. It's just hard work getting down to property boundary disputes. Yeah,
1: I would really like to see Pride and Prejudice with dinosaurs introduced.
4: Yeah, Pride and Prejudice. Do like Pride. we could with dinosaurs. Could do like a we could do like a a reality TV like dating show type thing, but all the contestants are like. Elementals and fiends and uh, demons and fae and that kind of thing. You imagine like mm. one of those like talking talking head type things, but it's just a giant minotaur. Oh my god,
1: like, we could do. Oh. Yeah, we could do the Real Housewives. The Real
4: Housewives of D and D is a podcast. Is it? It's already, it's, it's already a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it? Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real Housewives of D and
1: D. Fuck off! Where is it? Tell me immediately.
4: I think. I think it's I think it's called Real Housewives of D and D. It's that's definitely like the premise of it. Shout out to Real Housewives of D and D if we're accidentally giving you. Uh, um... Oh my god! Oh, I'm sure they'll I'm Many
1: sure
0: they'll love it.
4: That's it's the only
1: thing I've not. Watched.
4: I'll find it for you. I'll send you a link.
0: There's lots yeah. of twee stuff that I mean. Everybody's done already the kind of like Dungeons and Dragons fantasy bakery and coffee shop vibe. There's quite a lot of that.
1: What, it, what if what Raptors just made random appearances and members of the cast.
0: That's always possible in ours. I mean, Catman Jones wrote us a stunning summation of the last four months' worth of podcast campaign today on Twitter and talked about all the highs and lows and ebbs and flows and twists and turns that have happened in our podcast. Like Raptors Did he include when the-
1: you murdered my goat?
0: I didn't murder your goat. Peyote and mathematics murdered your goat. Right. Also, you you were there for its murdering.
1: I will never love another. <laughs> What are,
0: you, what, what are you doing with the sugar glider? Isn't the sugar glider called Nigel?
1: I, I'm not getting attached. Well,
0: you're just letting him die like Gaspard.
4: What was the sugar glider's yeah. name? Was, he, was it Nigel or was it
0: Keith? Uh, Ringo.
4: It was Keith. Yeah, I thought it was Keith.
0: Oh, sorry, Keith. I His name was Keith. His real name was Ringo.
1: Because there was a newspaper article where they said that Keith's, um and, you have a name? Nigel. Keith and I think Kevin, Kevin. were becoming extinct. Keeps and Kevins were becoming extinct, so I thought I'd do my bit for the planet and I would call the sugar glider. Cool. Um However, I'm not getting attached because I know that you're going to rip it from my claws the moment that there's five of us and you're going to slam it into a wall and it's going to die.
4: He's a rebound pet.
1: He is a rebound pet.
4: I just
0: go where the dice and the story take me. Like, mm. you know, I've tried. I've tried killing all the characters at various points. But it just doesn't. You've stick. never
1: tried to murder Maud.
0: Well, only think,
1: everything she loves.
0: I think there's probably an unwritten rule of Dungeons and Dragons that you probably shouldn't kill a character whilst their player isn't present. So Lewis and, mm. and um, so Maud and Aristobulus are probably safe, like two thirds of the time, because uh, it's unlikely. Wow, I'm that's that harsh. Well, that's true.
3: Hmm?
2: Yeah. Tattooing both her in the firing line.
0: It seems a bit dickish to come back and be like, "Oh, by the way, I killed your character."
4: Yeah, it would be kind of awkward.
0: <laughs> but there has to be a certain degree of jeopardy. If there's never any kind of like jeopardy or risk or stakes, then D and D ceases to be interesting.
4: Like,
1: what happens if the um, what happens if the characters mutiny against the de- D against the dungeon master?
4: Then the whole thing becomes very meta. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say that feels like. Where's the
1: jeopardy for the dungeon mask? That
4: feels like it would be a good idea for a a, a, a short form campaign. Uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah. System systems wise, I'd love to try running something in or playing something in Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, like a horror. Yeah, a horror game, like a real horror game. I've tried it. I've tried to run a horror game before and it never qu- it never quite comes off as actual horror i don't know what it is um
0: no i enjoyed your horror one shot because i, I wasn't yeah. part of it but i edited it i think it there wasn't a huge it was more halloweeny or yeah. thrillery than it was it's horror, horror it's, like, it's difficult
4: it's difficult to create that atmos- the actual like atmosphere of horror over um over squadcast um, I think you
0: have to kill someone right out the gate. You have to just kill one of the main characters. Yeah, just play some sinister music as they slowly walk into a dark forest.
4: The other one, I'd, the other one I'd like to try as well is um, what's it called? Uh, a f- I think it's a Familiar Problem, which is one they used in one of Critical Roles one shots, uh, where you where the uh, where you play as uh, like a group of familiars um so you roll for like what animal you get it's all like way simpler than 5e it's it's basically run using just a a, a few d6s or something like that um wow. and yeah they did it as like uh, familiars who like who's part, like the actual like regular party members were like just away for a night or something and like one of them was being mischievous and like going and stealing something i think they did one called like honey heist or something like that um Mm. that'd be quite quite fun to play yeah marisha did it um that'd be quite fun to play
0: if i was feeling super frisky which i probably never will but if if you're making up your own world and your own rule structure i'd love to do something if i was feeling entry level I would base it on a, instead of using D20s and D-whatevers, you'd use a deck of cards, and that would have different things. But if I was feeling super fruity, I'd base it on a tarot deck, and I think that would be really interesting. So instead of rolling dice, you draw tarot cards, and they have the combination of tarot cards combined to outline.
2: Yeah, there's got to be... That's a really good idea.
0: Because a DM could interpret the tarot cards. There is. Yeah, there's
4: at least one system out there that uses tarot cards, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I was just spitballing. But that would be really interesting to me. Or like story, picture cards, maybe not tarot, something, I don't know, of an ilk. So it's almost interpretive rather than just being a binary state of you've passed or failed something with a few criticals at the top and bottom.
2: I think that could work for like a class that, it's like a cast a spell, but the player has to draw three tarot cards,
4: and the combination of cards. It'd be like a if you if you wanted to integrate it with D anD D, you could do it as like instead of instead of a D one hundred. If you're like a wild magic sorcerer, where your magic like sets off random effects, you could do it with tarot cards instead of the D one hundred, and it just it, that would get that would give you opportunities to do like bigger shit essentially.
0: <laughs> that, no, that's just an interesting idea. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I know where I'm getting our I know where I want to get our campaign to, and we're sort of roughly there and thereabouts. We're heading into the kind of end game ish of it. Um but we shall see what we do beyond that. The world is our oyster. Right, before we wrap up this Q and A session, has anyone got any more burning questions?
1: Um, yes. How does the properborn
0: um got a cloaca it's a multi-purpose hole
1: does he use the toilet or does he go in water
4: does he does he poo at the pool i guess yeah oh god I think. one of them
1: does he float the logs
4: <laughs> good lord
1: this is what this is what our people want to know yeah, this
4: is what, yeah.
1: Do they?
2: I had in my mind that, like for Crocodile, and it's very um, there. Re- there's a lot of um, fungus. The Bogeyman uh, is that. That's that's what it's called.
0: There's a book, yeah, by Raymond Briggs.
2: Yeah, Raymond Briggs. I still got the copy. I, I read it a couple of years. I re- well, I reread it a couple of years ago. I was like, this is just so good. It's so ahead of its time. Um, it's brilliant. But like the idea that it's a world where clean is dirty and um fresh is rotten and like i imagine in the crocodile world like if you if you like shower and shampoo that's like the most horrible thing imaginable whereas the real are you saying you don't wipe well
1: <laughs> be day
2: so careful right now, Matt. He's so careful. It sounds f- <laughs> like I, I was thinking, like, oh well, the the cultivated crocodile gentleman mm-hmm. will cultivate a musk of his own, like body odor. Oh, but then, when you think, and but, does he wipe? That's a bit like, well, it's kind of a bit too far if he doesn't wipe. So I like to think they, they, they go in the water and poop and then gently swim away. Um
1: In my mind, he poos, but then he death rolls himself clean.
2: Yeah, like the a vortex that cleans the cloaca. Yeah,
1: you know the the when a crocodile bites something around the same size or bigger than itself, it will death roll it and it will spin in the water really, really fast to like rip a limb off or whatever. That that's how that's how he cleans himself.
2: Yeah, and the, the...
0: So, hang on a minute. Is is that like when a dog shakes itself off? Except now, a crocodile is just shit itself and <laughs> flinging it around the place.
1: Well, the death row, it spins all the way round, like really, really, really
0: fast. No, so, so you're now saying he's like a fecal Catherine wheel? He's
1: yeah, just Why
0: not? going off like a shit-spackled old Roman candle. That's
3: yeah, that's sure.
0: the thing of beauty. Okay,
2: okay. Well, there uh, we'll put that in. <laughs> next episode Delsia you, you, you suddenly find yourself uh, answering a call of nature
4: like well, a constitution <laughs> <laughs>
0: there are lots of things you never see in films or TV yeah. series so like in the entire course of 8 seasons of 24 of which we were subjected to 24 hours of Jack Bauer's life we never once saw him take a shit
1: who was that miserable sow who was in there, Chloe? <laughs>
3: yeah, damn it, Chloe. Um, yeah, yeah, Chloe. Um, yeah.
0: Okay, right. So now we know how. Now we know how Belsia takes a shit.
4: Now we know how the sausage gets made. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh.
2: yeah, it's true. Well, that's that, quite that, worrying. For our final questions, how does how does Maud poop, and how does tatty poop?
1: <laughs> Maud, well, um, she will lead the vicinity. She will go outside the camp, the wow. camp, and she will dig a small hole. Mm. She will then secrete said feces into the hole. Um, this is in a good mood. She will secrete said feces into the hole, and like a like a giant cat she'll um, pull the litter back over it. If she's in a bad mood, she'll shit into her hand and she'll throw at the person. Mm.
4: It's on oh. Hanasha's move. Yeah. Now, Hanasha's move, he, I don't think he's ever actually thrown his shit at anyone. He just takes a shit as, as like an intimidatory tactic.
0: Yes, he has. There's a bit in the, uh, God knows how many episodes, so I'm going to make some number up and say it was somewhere around about 40, when you were in Nutbush Penitentiary, and he's being, you have to break into the warden's office to try and uh, find yeah. his suppositories on a photograph of his wife or something. Yeah. And, and Chris Rag very kindly agreed to lure yeah. off the other guards. And he leads them on a wild goose chase running up and down the um, the jail uh, corridor, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, And um, the wing, he runs up and down the wing of the prison and there's a, there's a bit where he poos in his own hand and he flings it at the guard and he just goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 <This guy. laughs> it's always stuck with me as a DM. Just this repentant Hana oh no, shitting in his own hand and thinking. Apologizing is uh,
1: not in Maud's nature.
0: So hang on. Maud, yeah. Maud's making like poo traps. So she's like digging a hole, shitting in it, and then loosely scraping it back over. So some poor schmo steps in it later. Yeah, why
1: not? She's leaving it for breakfast for somebody.
0: Oh god. What about you,
4: Tatty? Um, I think based on Tatty's uh past life as a soldier and someone who's used to roving around in the wilderness, um he's got very very good like campsite etiquette. He will set up like a uh like a uh a poop deck.
0: I don't think that's what you think it means.
2: Like a steam deck. I think it's
4: <laughs> yeah, 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 the new competitor, Valve's new competitor, uh, the poop deck. it will set up. will set up like a latrine nearby, so that so that everyone can go do their business uh, in in relative peace and comfort. And um, yeah, he probably just shits like a regular person
0: and then wipes himself off on Barbara. Barbara is no. just speckled.
4: You little freak. Um, thank God you don't have a pet. Just thank God. <laughs> I've
0: got two kids. <laughs> um,
4: It's almost the same. I pray for them every day. <laughs> thank you.
0: Just imagine you in a chapel lighting a candle.
4: <laughs> God, if you do exist. <laughs> please 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 lord <laughs> God, watch, if you watch, do please, please, please lord watch over watch over aj's aj's sons uh please please uh, ensure that they are they are protected from his shit stains uh on this on this day until their last day
0: so i i, I remember um being watching a program the weird thing is i think it was probably jim will fix it But there was a program where somebody went on a military training day. So they had like an experience of what it was like to be a soldier, even though they weren't. And one of my biggest takeaways were soldiers heavily rationed toilet paper. Mm. So civilians are quite easy breezy. And like you take two or three. Are you talking
1: about um, celebrity SAS?
0: I don't think so, but I might be. Um, So, you know, as, as a civilian, you 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 take ample toilet roll and you use it, and you you're okay with that. Depending on what your budget is, but from memory, military trained people have a technique for wiping their ass with a minimal amount of loo roll, so that they ration it. I'm wondering whether Tatty's a bit like that. Like he he does the initial wipe on his arm to get the worst of it off.
1: Do you not do the Croydon Dockleaf? Um, thing. What's the it's dock like leaf? If your mum ever took you to the park and you didn't have any toilet roll and you needed a poo as a kid she used to wipe your bum with a dock leaf.
0: Um No, we used to use peacock scented triple quilt. No? No. Triple quilt? <laughs> triple
2: quilt yeah. peacock. Wow.
0: Crushed cotton. Egyptian cotton loo roll. I thought Chanel was going to have some weird technique where you stick your middle finger through the middle of the loo roll sheet
2: and spin it.
1: Wow. No thank you.
0: Spin it, yeah. Um, I don't know. There you go. Okay, maybe maybe Tatty's not down with that. Maybe maybe Tatty is uh, Tatty's just wiping his ass on every pine cone.
4: Just right. uh, just just wiping. I you know he'll probably you know if 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 the need is so desperate and the and the the loo roll supplies at camp are so uh, are so low, he'd, he'd pick out a leaf that wasn't gonna that wasn't gonna leave him stinging. And use that. Knowing
0: you, you'd roll a natural one and pick up a psychotropic mushroom and wipe it across the membrane of your ass. Yeah, and then trip, trip
3: balls,
4: trip balls for hours, trip anuses. Um,
2: I was reading about um, um, like if you're hiking, you do like an overnight hike. You obviously need to do your business somewhere, but there's like um, I don't know if it's just the U.S., but there's places where you can't dig a hole. Or well, you're not allowed to leave human waste, so you have to take it out in a plastic bag. And it said helpfully like remember to write something on the bag so you don't reuse it for your food later.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm um. gonna
0: I'm gonna get roasted by anyone who listens to this who has a military background, but I think when you go on operations in the military, so like the SAS or people like that, they don't generally leave their shit lying around because um The composition of someone's shit is quite easy to work out. What country they come from, depending on what diet they have, so what? they bag it up. Well, yeah, I guess like that predominant is, amounts of the world have right. wildly different diets. Who's
1: fiddling through someone's shit in an active war zone trying to figure hey, out how?
0: That's how an entry level CIA job. Up. Right now, someone in the CIA has got a pair of those hot tweezers the blunt tweezers, whatever the fuck you were going on about, and they're literally isolating grains of rice and sweet corn out of someone's, like, log.
4: This is what your mate was doing uh, when he was in Whereabouts, was it? Uh, I can't we...
1: <laughs> we can't talk about this. <laughs>
4: no. Cut that. We have to Cut your, we your mate, Beep, this. who was working in
1: Beep.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. You yep. yeah, ma-
1: cannot discuss mark that one. Mark that one <laughs> for
4: the cutting room floor.
1: Yeah.
0: he was auditing somebody's chocolate When log. I
1: called him and it just rang international yeah. I'm like, where are you, mate? <laughs> and he went,
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Why do you have sweet corn under your fingernails? <laughs> yeah. Wow. There you go. So, yeah, that's our takeaway. If I've learned nothing in the last hour and 45 minutes, it's if you're going to shit into a bag, mark it up. Mm-hmm. Just in case you... Uh... I, I
1: have questions, though. Oh, God. Yep. Surely. If you've been in the country long enough, then your shit is going to be that of the natives. Yes, and but go on.
3: when
0: SEAL team went into Pakistan, I believe, to assassinate Osama bin Laden. The first thing you'll notice they did not do was stop off at the local deli for dinner. Get some keema.
1: He wasn't in Pakistan. He was in Iraq.
0: No, I don't think he was in Iraq.
4: I don't think they took a week long holiday there beforehand, acclimating yeah. there. I don't think they stopped off in the local system. market
0: and had themselves tap ass.
1: When the SAS team went to Magalu and they found <laughs> the <Sama> bin Laden <laughs> the <summer> <laughs> <break>. <laughs> <laughs> on an 18 to herpes piece Yeah, holiday, they got blasted. Just on a donut ring, yeah. springing through.
4: They got blasted on tequila shots so that they could. Uh, Margaret they Thatcher could used to send the SAS themselves. on some weird yeah, missions. Yeah. yeah.
1: They waited until he was, you know, in the, middle of a, in the middle of some kind of lap dance off his tits on, on ketamine and tequila, and then they shot him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> who are we talking about
4: now? Osama bin Laden. Keep up, AJ. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he was obviously a guy who liked to do ketamine.
4: The untold story of, of how we got OBL.
1: Sorry, I would like to take it back. I thought you said, so, Sa- I thought you meant Salim Hussein..: oh, Salim Bin Laden I see. Was
0: No, 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 get it right. I'd I'd like to no, Salim back Hussein back was it. in
2: uh, Mallorca, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah.:
1: <laughs> Yeah. Costa del Benador. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you are going to have a lap dance, doing ketamine is probably a good idea because it would last forever. Like the lap dance would feel like it went on for about four years.
1: Not good for the person giving it. She wants it to be fucking over with. Like pay the poor girl, get
0: out of the no, way. But it's a bit like getting wanked off by Sting. Like Wait, What? Yeah, it's a tantric thing. Like, you know, it's it's as long as you want to make it. Like just a slow grind. But yeah, probably not good for the person giving the lap dance, watching somebody slowly dribble.
2: Yeah. In, in a in a Broken record. Which are Fields of gold. What's that? Fields of gold. You said something about Sting. I didn't quite. Yeah.
0: Oh no. Well, like Sting's famously into his tantric sex. Oh, where like okay. he just keeps edging and edging and edging until like his ballsacks
3: are like. Yeah, I don't
1: want of... to. I don't want to have this conversation about two fucking wrinkly pensioners. One is slowly strumming a ukulele, and the other one is
4: slowly strumming. Melting
0: into the floor. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, fine,
1: fine.
0: Um,
2: yeah. Any of our listeners who can come up with a The Police or Sting Tantric Sex joke, send them in on a postcard because I'm, I'm coming up blank.
3: Wow. Wow. Coming up <laughs> blank.
0: That Sting song about infertility. <laughs> um, I'll be missing you. Was his song about Baccarkey? He was a very bad aim. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's just <laughs> is... I'm just wondering what this has to do with tantric sex. Just like it feels like, it feels like AJ. Yeah, heard you... sex. It was just, it was just like I, oh, I don't, don't. this, this wide ranging brief.
0: Oh, dear God, you are you are the Steve Davis of intercourse. You really are. Like, everything is nailed down. What? Like, you've got to do it in the right order. You don't pot the brown until you've potted the pink. In the- no, we've taken <laughs> that analogy too far. Yeah. I, look, I fully appreciate more than anybody that I'm not 100% sure where your ovaries are, and BDSM is a mystery to me. But, you know, I think we should
1: embrace... You don't even know what has ovaries.
4: <laughs> Um, He's the dumbest boy in school.
1: <laughs> we, we did learn something recently, though.
4: We did. We, we did. We, learn. we
1: did. Oh, you say we?
0: Did. Can we just be very but careful about the, two of us, the way we brand the word we?
1: You and I realised mm. that he was never given a home ec lesson. So he could pay the people who worked at his company, but he was starved to death. If there weren't ring cans,
3: but what? <laughs> Who's this? AJ. So we didn't.
0: Hang on a minute. So I don't know what anyone else's education was like, but we didn't have. I it think,
1: include w- being able to feed yourself. I mean, if you can't fucking f-
0: <laughs> like, why? Anyway, I'm going to be very careful what I say next. I'm going to edit that comment out. <laughs> but we didn't. We didn't have all the lessons. So Matt and Chris, did you have lessons where they taught you how to boil an egg? Or wire a plug or like home Made economics. A pizza.
1: Were you able did you have a home ec lesson where you could basically feed yourself? If everybody died in your life, you'd be able to boil an egg or make a salad.
4: We did like cooking as part of uh design technology. Yeah. We didn't, I didn't learn how to wire a fucking plug. Different generation. Okay. No.
0: But we we had lessons in romantic poetry and basket weaving and um polo debating shooting
2: peacock fighting,
0: peacock mating <laughs>
1: but not how to feed yourself <laughs>
0: yes but i think it was a given chanel that if you could afford the exorbitant fees to go to the kind of hogwartsian school that i went to that you were probably going to be able to fucking feed yourself
4: like let alone imp-
1: <laughs> or like, pay the nanny who did or pay
4: the fucking nanny Did they have classes on oppressing the working class?
0: (laughs) Uh, I think it was just called history lessons. (laughs) Uh Like everything was incredibly whitewashed in history class.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: So it turns out Chanel's education and my education were very, very different. You know, no, I didn't. I didn't have any lessons like that. But um, you know, I, I remember at a young age meeting a member of the Liberal Democrats who came into our school to give a talk. So you know, it was. Just a different kind of education. To play fives, yes. Did you actually? Oh, Matt. Yes, we played fives. I don't really yeah. Know what fives Not many is. people know what, <laughs> you know what fives is. Do you know what fives is, Chris? No.
2: Is it like rounders? There's a bat.
0: Squash is a an energetic sport, right? I've tried playing squash, and you die. Like you have to throw yourself around. Now try and play squash, except you haven't got a squash racket. You've just got gloves. <laughs> so. You now have to run around twice as fast and twat the ball off the wall using padded gloves. That's um, that's that's fives. Oh, hardcore!
4: I think we played something similar, but but we didn't have fucking gloves when we played it. Not in the north. Were,
0: were, no. Were you just slapping a tennis ball against a brick wall?
4: <laughs> yeah. Don't make me the weird one.
0: But yeah, uh, posh twats play fives. Yeah. Um, I tell you what. One of my one of my earliest memories of school is being in the Ma Yong Club. Um, I remember on a Thursday break time we used to play Ma Yong. Um, Just a true story.
2: There's, a, there's a, a smoky bar full of elderly Chinese gentlemen and then a small group of public school boys <laughs> with their pocket <laughs> money.
4: Yeah. At a certain point, you have to be fucking with us.
0: No, no, it's true. Do you know what? I've I've referenced Pam Barnard before. She, was my, an egg. she Pam Barnard <laughs> was my was my form teacher when I was ten or nine, and she told me I'd never amount to anything. But she was also, she had a incredibly unenvironmentally friendly ivory set of Ma Yong uh, tiles that she had brought back from the Orient uh, on a trip she had done there. Um, and and yeah, we used to we used to play mahjong over Thursday break time. It was um, I remember moving schools and being gutted because I couldn't find a mahjong club, so I had to settle for cribbage, which is like a poor man's mahjong. Um, I remember being particularly disappointed at having to downgrade to playing cribbage, but um, yeah, you know, needs must.
4: So Pam was. So Pam's strategy for grooming you didn't work then if you moved school.
0: Oh, God almighty, Pam grooming me. No, thank you. That's,
2: that's why they call it. That's why it's grooming.
0: Yeah. I don't, I, think, I don't know. I don't even want to think about that. Have I ever been groomed? I don't know. I had an English teacher once who got fired. I remember going to school. I think I was 13 and I was doing really well in English. And then I came back after the summer, and my English teacher was missing. Apparently, he got fired because he forgot to disclose that when he was younger he was in a porn film, uh. and it had come out that he'd been an actor in a porn film, and so they'd uh, they'd fired him on the spot, which quite interesting. I don't know whether that kind of I guess that still kind of stuff kind of happens.
2: Sure, you'd just say that someone else. Yeah. You'd, you'd you'd have used your porn star name.
0: I before. don't know
2: in the credits.
0: I think what they probably did is they paused the VHS on his cock and then got him to get his cock. Out. <laughs> no, I'd have no clue. Like pausing things in the nineties wasn't the same as it is now. Do you remember anyone <laughs> remember pausing things on the VHS where it did a little shuffle? It could only pause between two or three frames. Like
2: yeah. Now you're just doing your no. I grew up in the nineties stand up bit
0: i grew up in the <laughs> 80s i didn't remember
2: I, back the, remember
0: kids back in the 90s no i was born in the 80s 80s were great like Pet the 80s were fucking brilliant like Shawadi waddy because everyone was just <laughs> shawaddy waddy <laughs> yeah fucking shawadi waddy were brilliant Shawadu waddy everybody was super fucking chill and they used to carry ghetto blasters around and every ghetto blaster used batteries that were the size of hand grenades and lasted for twenty minutes. I, it was just a different time. Like the eighties were were a great time. Music was brilliant in the eighties. Like
4: I do like eighties music.
0: Everyone was a paedophile, but we just didn't know it.
4: And then
2: the mines closed. That yeah. Everyone's milk Your point. parents
0: used to just leave you at home, aged five.
4: <laughs> Then the mines closed, and the paedophiles start coming out of the woodwork.
0: <laughs> Do you know the thing? The thing is, though, right? i the, the concept of someone working in the mines was totally lost on me because I'd never even been in a semi-detached house until I was about eighteen.
4: Of course, of course, of course it was <laughs> the concept
0: of somebody sharing half their house with someone else, let alone living in, like.
4: South of the Watford Gap, you all thought people who went down into the mines were fucking mole people. Daddy, where does the coal come from? The coal people, son. The coal people. <laughs> the coal people. <laughs> Look, son, this one then. The coal moles.
1: <laughs> Daddy, what are the poor?
2: All right, Mr. Jackson, I've got a baggie for you.
0: But the only reason we would have gone to Croydon would have been on new year's you would have day
1: fucking been allowed over the m25 <laughs> <laughs> we, we would have lane, gone we would have gone lane. to
0: pearly way croydon to buy like in the dfs january sale like was 199 now 999 you At would my... not
1: have gone to croydon to buy a dfs so far because it was burnt down in the riots
4: every year
0: <laughs> well i grew up before the croydon riots i will i will tell the story we did buy our first microwave from Harrods. I remember driving into central London and being taken to Harrods so my parents could pick out their first microwave. That was quite an experience. Those were the good old days. That was before Diana had snuffed it. I've never really been... I've been back to Harrods once since she died because I don't want to have to see that shrine. It's too sad. <laughs> she was my princess. Snatched away at a really difficult age as well. I was about 13. I was just
3: getting into it. He
1: lies. Every Saturday. He's gone in the mornings. He's I know he's taken the pilgrimage up to Harrods. He's wet kissing the the monument to Diana. And then he comes. I'm
0: fucking dry humping the fucking monument to
4: Diana. (laughs) Wet kissing (laughs) Wet kissing a dry monument. It's like a greasy
0: dance. It's like a greasy table dance. Um your geography is abysmal, Chanel. It's not up to Harrods. It'd be down to Harrods from Sheffield. Like, the monument to Diana isn't in Glasgow.
1: Your use of handling technology is not good.
0: <laughs> Touche. Not bad. Well, there you go. You sent me into a real dark place thinking about Diana.
1: Mm. Not as dark as the place she's
0: in. Wow. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Wow oh god do you know uh, for valentine's day i bought chanel prince harry's autobiography
4: oh why that remember.
0: i started reading it to her doing all the voices
4: but she <laughs> oh. lost interest i said why at the wrong bit uh.
0: <laughs> she lost interest she won't let me continue reading prince harry's autobiography to
1: her it's because you say "mummy" in a very creepy voice mummy. It's the way it's typed. Mommy. <laughs> it's,
4: it's, it's the way it's typed.
0: <laughs> I'm using Harry's inflection. Mommy.
1: And, and also, Mummy. on Valentine's Day, I got up and then at 10.15, he decides that he hasn't bought a card, so he scurries out of the door to go and buy a card.
0: I mean, Paper Chase was going bankrupt. I literally had 24
4: hours to get a discounted card.
1: And then he came back and told me it was 50p. It was a good card.
4: <laughs> Doing your bit for the uh, for the local economy, then the whole street. Yeah,
0: yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, well, there you go. Like I think it's the thought that counts.
4: <sighs> truly, truly, Pardon. the thought that counts on the day at ten am. Zooming out. The door. I am
1: the luckiest girl alive. <laughs> <laughs> the luckiest. Wow.
0: I'm not sure we can top that.
1: We can't. <laughs> we live in hope. <laughs>
0: Well, is that it? Have we come to a natural end?
2: I think so. It is, it is technically the weekend here, so you're eat, eating up my Saturday. Yeah.
1: What time is it there?
2: Three minutes past midnight. Yeah.
1: Ooh. Jesus Christ.
2: Jesus,
0: you get yourself back to the sauna. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Where I spend the rest of my time when I'm not on. Uh, I'm not on camera.
0: I can just imagine you now in the sauna, listening to Candle in the Wind. As the tears just evaporate Mm. off your cheeks in the steam. (laughs) Interesting. Not sure why Barney the Dinosaur (laughs) is singing
2: it.
1: He had a stroke.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. I remember having a stroke to Princess Diana.
1: Right, I'm, I'm going.
4: Bye. I'm, I'm I'm done. Done. Bye. I'm done. Happy I'm
3: weekend,
4: man. Goodbye.
0: I'm a great way to win. I'm done. How do I am done.
2: of a... <laughs> Why won't it let me leave? <laughs> <laughs> like a Black Mirror episode. All right,
0: all right. Why
2: won't it let me Look leave? Look after
0: yourselves. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Why
3: can't I click the button that says leave? <laughs> <This is terrible. laughs>
0: Let's go into more detail.
2: I genuinely can't. You have to stop recording, right? Please, please stop recording. Please, show
0: no one leaves until I say we <laughs> leave. We're going for a deep dive into no, no Diana-themed <laughs> pornography. No. I remember the first time. It was an awkward erection. <laughs> no. Right. No.
4: No. <laughs> no. I'm muting this. This is done. This <laughs> Goodbye. Is done.
0: See you later. See you later. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed that impromptu chat with the cast of Adventurers Anonymous. We certainly didn't intend on creating that this week, but if you've stuck with us this far, thank you very much. Now, seeing as you made it this far, why not consider hitting that subscribe button and never miss another episode again? But yet, if you're feeling juicy, why not give us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you are on? All of your reviews and recommendations go a really long way towards helping us keep the momentum going and, and, you know, validating our crippling sense of self-worth. If you fancy chatting to us about anything you've heard across the course of this episode, please don't. But if you really feel the need, hop on to Twitter where you can find us at Adventurers A-N-O number one you can also find us on instagram and facebook so that just leaves well there's no one here to say goodbye because i'm recording this after the fact so it's just goodbye from me aj but i know that matt and mr neil and uh shan that's her name would love to say goodbye if they were here well hopefully we'll see you back here next week whatever you get up to remember stay tipsy